So the other day I was reminiscing with a friend about my childhood home. I described a place that city mice could only dream of. A large two-storied farmhouse set on hundreds of acres of open farmland. Scattered with bush that was the home of owls and possums. Creeks and rivers overflowing with fish and eels. Lakes, which were the safe haven for innumerable migratory waterfowl and ducks. It was a place where cattle, horses, sheep, chickens and cats co-inhabited alongside my family. It was a place where every day held potential for new adventure. It was also a time when I could get home from school, grab my air rifle and wander off onto the farm for hours on end without a care in the world. Most probably because I never told mum. <laughs> Sounds pretty idyllic. Anyway, so the topic of my conversation shifted to other parts of my childhood. No TV, no computer, no toys, no lollies, no non-Christian music, censoring of my reading material, being dragged to church every week, only hanging out with Christian friends, never talking about relationships, Christian schools, corporal punishment, youth group every week, the list goes on. And you know, it's kind of shocking to some people. And yet, you know, I wasn't miserable. It was hard to be when I had no concept of what I was missing out on. There were plenty of amazing times that we had as a family that I guess others could, you know, have only have dreamed of and have never experienced, such as family holidays around New Zealand, going to theatre productions, spontaneous school day trips, an endless supply of books. Really, it's only in hindsight that I've been able to see how paradoxically complicated my upbringing was and that only with age has this turned to reflection of how these experiences have shaped me into who I am today. When we're young, we love to think of ourselves as strong and independent individuals, striking out on our own to forge a new path. However, after years of seeking adventure across the globe, forays into successful and unsuccessful relationships, multiple career changes, mental health challenges, and so on, I've begun to wonder how many of my life experiences were almost kind of preordained by what I was exposed to in my formative years. I've been on a path of self-reflection over the past couple of years I've, as I've sought to rediscover who is Karen and the much more difficult question, why is Karen? I've often wondered why I see the, way, the world in the way that I do and why some things make me feel certain emotions that I don't understand. Like, why do I love World Conquest games so much? When did my love for football begin? When did my love of coffee begin? Who taught me how to ride a bike? Why can I no longer eat two-minute noodles without gagging? What happened to all my marbles? Must have lost them. <laughs> Why am I so obsessed with bread? And I guess like that's what this project is all about. Rediscovering the roots of who I am. Rediscovering the things I love. Remembering past lives. To help me on this journey and to revisit her own memories, I'll be joined by my sister who, to be honest, has a much more reliable memory than I. It'll be raw and may unintentionally offend as we delve into some of the big topics that are deeply entwined with both of our lifelong journeys, such as religion, relationships, divorce, purpose, race, domestic abuse, loss, and family, of course. Yet we will endeavor to deliver this as our truth, without embellishments, without overcoloring, and hopefully without bias, which is, you know impossible but we will try honorably there will also be plenty of light-hearted moments which may mean nothing to anybody but ourselves but you know it is what it shall be 
While this journey may in many ways be unique to us, I suspect there may be many things in our experience that others may identify with along the way. So sit back, relax, come on this journey with us. Because this is us. This is our story. But who knows? Maybe it's yours too.